This is Devin Kraft from the Science Faction Podcast. You're listening to the BS Podcast Network. Enjoy the show. You unlock this door with the key of imagination. Beyond is a familiar dimension. Not one of sight, but a dimension of sound and of the creative mind. You're moving into a land of artistic buffs, talking Disney stuff. You've just crossed over into Magic Our Way. New Orleans, present day. Amid the ever-changing landscape of the Disney fan life, two men, a musician and a visual artist, tackle the news, the rumors, and the dreamings of the day. Now joined by a comic book writer and a travel agent, they will bring you new insights and tease out new thoughts of the films, the parks, and the community at large. Tonight's episode will take you beyond the formats of most podcasts and calls upon the listener. This, you may soon realize, is a listener-driven podcast, heavily influenced by its Moican nation waiting for you. They invite you, if you'd care, to reach out via social media, email, text, or voicemail. So let's go make some magic. Jumbo, everyone, and Harambe. Jumbo, everyone! Harambe! And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way Podcast. Podcast. Sante Sun, everyone. You're listening to the Magic Away podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are artistic buffs talking about Disney stuff. And this is the show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicRWay.com is where you can find us. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. And on this show, we follow the Disney concept of edutainment where you focus on your entertainment. And along the way, you just might learn a thing or two. Hey, hey, hey. And as always, to join in our discussion, we have our resident comic genius from IvoryComics.com, Mr. Eli. Hodges, Ivory, how you doing, sir? I'm doing good. How y'all doing? How y'all's people's doing? We're doing great, man. Thanks for coming on the show. Oh, thanks for having me, as always. <laughs> we love it. We love it. We love it all. And of course, on the show as well, we have Mr. Mockingbeard, Creepy Drippy Dwarf, Lee Earp. It is our resident travel agent from Magical Moments Vacations, Mr. Lee Lastavica. How you doing, sir? Where the hell are you? Mellow greetings, citizen. <laughs> hello, hello. Sorry. Hey. Uh, man, uh, thank you guys. It's been a, a hectic week trying to figure this out, so I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, man, I'm here. We're ready to do this. And, uh, <laughs> okay. What the no f*** are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. Thanks for the period. It's yeah. been a tough time. To yeah, you this is my way of saying thank you all for being a... Uh, for being accommodating to my crazy schedule. He's like that kid that got called on at class that clearly wasn't following along with the lecture. They were writing notes. And it's like, uh, Las Tavica, what is your answer? George Washington. B. B. I answer B. It's like it's not multiple choice, sir. <laughs> All right, listeners, to kind of give you an idea of what Lee's very excited to do, um, we are talking about uh, the decade that has passed in the world of Disney. Specifically for us, we're defining the decade as 2010 through 2019. That is 10 years. And we will be talking on this particular show about our list of the 10 best Disney movies in that decade. So uh, we'll give you a little more description as far as what went into this, a uh, little bit of research and narrowing down of all those movies in the hub segment. So enough of my jibber jabber. Let's go talk about some Disney movie magic. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Hub, and today we are talking about the best Disney company movies of the past decade, and basically, just to kind of give you an idea of what this includes, um, if you have Disney+, Plus, you know it includes all those properties, so Lucasfilm, uh, Disney Animation, uh, Pixar, and this also includes Miramax, Touchstone, all those particular films, and specifically, it even uh, does not include the movies that were before any kind of merger. So uh, Lucasfilm got uh, acquired in October 2012, I believe. So any uh, films before that were included. And that goes for the same thing for the Marvel Universe. So things like Iron Man, Captain America, First Avenger. Uh, those movies weren't included in this list in this particular list as well. Totally screwed up Eli's list. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dead. Yes. yes. 
But that's the parameters we set for ourselves. And the way we did this exercise was that each of us came up with our top 10 individually. And then what we did is we combined the list together, you know, and there's, of course, there was a lot of overlap because, you know, we, that's why we do a show because there's a lot of things that we have in common that we like. And there are quite a few uh, standouts. So normally what was 40 should have been a list of 40 overlapped and became a list of like 20 or so, 2021, 20, somewhere in there. From that, we basically took the ones uh, out that only had one vote. And then, well, then what do we do next? Did we then the ones that where there were only two votes for? Ah, yes, thank you. We had to juggle between juggle them. between a little bit and kind of do our own little in voting. But for the most part, we had about seven to eight movies that we all agreed they needed to be in there. So there wasn't a whole lot of disagreement mm-hmm. at all. So I think we're ready to roll. Man. This is why we do a show together, of course. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's like the American Idol of the Disney movies of the past decade. Yeah. Yes. So let's dive right on in. And trust me, when it's all done, we will tell you our individual lists. We'll roll through them real quickly mm-hmm. so you can see that. Because um, I'm sure a couple of your favorites got left off. And you're like, why no love? Well, somebody probably did give it love. Yeah. And, you know, we'd love to hear your list as well. What were your top 10 for the past decade within those parameters? Yeah. All right, and uh, we got our first uh, text message of the day. <laughs> um, Somebody's excited. Uh, Turkey Lake 69 says, OMG, <laughs> best opening ever, JK. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was spooked for a second. Yeah, I know it was me. I have no idea where that came from. That's okay. Anyway, okay. No, it wasn't. Okay. I'm not. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It wasn't anyway. Anyway. All right, so. We'll start with our number 10. The top 10, we'll count down to one. Is that good? We'll, we'll go backwards. Sure. Per se. So this is our number 10 movie for that decade. And we lead off with Saving Mr. Banks, released in 2013. Now, that was a really good movie. I think I was the highest on that movie. I had it at my fifth spot. Mm-hmm. Kevin, you had it at the ninth. ninth. This was one of the ones that was on the verge of elimination. Mm-hmm. And both Eli and Lee put it at 10. Yeah, this was uh, this was um, where did I have it in my original list? I forget. Uh, I have to look that up. But uh, that one, um, I, I had at least six that were definite on my list, and then this was a part of the four which I, I had to try to figure out. It took me a little mm-hmm. while to kind of figure out where I want to put it, but I knew I had to have it in there. Yeah, I mean, it was the first time Walt was portrayed uh, by any kind of actor. Of course, it was Tom Hanks, so that was great. Uh-huh. Um, we we got some insight into what happened. You know how how that was acquired. So that was really, really cool to kind of see that story. And um, the father even, story. Yeah. The father daughter story that kind of undermined the whole thing. Oh, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Colin. Oh, yeah, Colin I'm sorry. Uh, what's his name? The undertone. Yeah. I can't figure out how to say the right word. The, ba- the, 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 the under. Underminer. Because <laughs> <laughs> I said undermine. I'm like, wait, that's a bad thing. Yeah. Subplot. <laughs> the subplot. The primary plot point was whether or not he could ever obtain the rights from P.L. Travers to the books so that way you can make the movie that was but the subplot I guess you would say that ran throughout the movie was the daughter father relationship that she had with her father you like the emotional beat I like that it addressed a really important time in the history of the company something that you didn't know anything about something that's like a really cool true but not true story you know what I'm saying like obviously they embellished a little bit but it had its roots in reality. I mean, at the very end of the movie, they play the actual tapes. Which yeah, is yeah. Criticizing them. Yeah. And the portrayal of Tom Hanks as Walt Disney was just spot on. Mm-hmm. Emma Thompson just did. She brought that character to life. I mean, I didn't really care about P.L. Travers up until then. Yeah. <laughs> and even the throwback imagery of old Disneyland. Yes. The, the way they did that was actually kind of cool. Absolutely. You know, uh, that was definitely an enjoyable movie. And for those who are like, man, how could you put a 10? It's mm-hmm. like, look, this is number 10 out of a total of 125 movies that were released in that decade. So, right. Um, 10's not shabby. No. <laughs> you know, this is, like I said, this is our, our cream of the crop, so to speak. So. And I had it at five, so. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's definitely a great movie. If you haven't watched it, definitely go check that out. And the court, Walt's Frozen Head. You got to check that out afterwards. But anyway. <laughs> oh, you know what? We should have included that. <laughs> Walt's Frozen Head. Yeah. <laughs> be honorable mention. When was it acquired? It's yes, it, yeah, it, yeah. It, it had to be released by Disney. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So it's, our, it's my number 11. It's okay. your number 11. Okay. Good. Good. All right. Yeah, so Frozen, Walt's Frozen Head is my number 11. Cool. All right. So thanks for saying the joke twice. (laughs) (laughs) 
I think he's on a long delay. <laughs> oh, okay, like, okay. Yeah, it like, <laughs> it's a real <laughs> long <laughs> delay. Yeah, said it twice. It's thick today. <laughs> it's needed here at the Girthy. first time. Yeah, mm. one more time. He's got some length. Yes, it's it's like the dude from Goodfellas. You can get the papers. Get, get the, the papers. papers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. So here is our number nine movie of the decade, and it is Big Hero Six, released in 2014. This one was a tough one. I, I had it on my list, and I had it off my list. Um, this is what, and then I, it came down to like, well, you know, this is one of those movies where I would watch, you know, I would watch it again. My kids would, would repeatedly watch it, you know, whenever we're going on a road, um, the Baymax character, it's great. You know, yeah. um, the, the kid, uh, hero has, you know, has this whole conflict within himself about, you know, going after the person that supposedly killed his brother, or I guess he did kill his brother, spoilers, but, <laughs> <Oops>. um, <laughs> um, and it's all just you know it was it was, it was really really cool. I I knew I knew nothing of this, and Eli, you probably knew about these guys from Marvel, right? Some, but somewhat, yeah. I had no idea. I didn't even realize they were a Marvel movie. I just at first before I knew it was a Marvel movie, I just I was like, wow, I kind of enjoy this movie. This is actually really neat, you know. I and I, and I find myself just watching it over and over and over again. It, and eventually, it ended up back on my list. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it's a very kinetic film, if, yeah. that, if that's a way to put it. I mean, it, it keeps you engaged. It's a, it's a visual spectacle. I mean, it is always something happening. In it, so, yeah, yeah I, can, I can see the love for that. Yeah. You know, and it's one of those movies also, too. It's like, you know, I'd like to, I wouldn't mind to see where they go from here. Because mm-hmm. obviously, the movie was like the establishment of the Big Hero 6. I guess that's what they call themselves, that team. Yeah. Uh, superheroes, so to speak. Yeah. I get to, uh, um, so, I would like to see. I would entertain further adventures of those guys to see what else they come with. I don't know what the comics brought. I don't. Danny, did you read any of those comics? Or are you no, familiar with I them as much? But they do have a TV series. They do have a Big Hero Six TV oh, that's series. True, if that's true. I want to check that out. Um, I've never. It. it wasn't a, a film that really resonated with me that yeah. much. I, I tried to get into it. I didn't. The villain wasn't all that good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a beautiful looking story that I didn't. The team seemed a little hokey. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. It just. I don't. It, it would be probably in my top twenty. I don't know about my top top 15 let alone top 10 right 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 cool cool thanks for your input lee <laughs> do you have anything on that it's a good thing we move things around so they can be on the show huh? <laughs> <laughs> is, is he there do we lose him? I, i'll just add oh, that, there he is yeah okay, okay. okay. Yeah. no i'll just add that it was to me i like this movie the fact it's very unique from most of the other disney movies um, it just when I watched it, I felt like I hadn't seen this story or this done in this way before, and so it definitely stuck with me. And so it was very original and something that I would like to see again and again. So, so cool. it's just not the same old, same old. All right, and just so y'all know, uh, in the rankings on this, Eli has it at six. I put it at ten. Kevin put it at ten, and Lee put it at seven. So Eli's the highest on Big Hero Six. Love it. All right, moving on. This is our number eight movie of the decade. And this is Rogue One, a Star Wars story, released in 2016. Uh, and this is one of the ones where I, you know, I had trouble putting. I had it in my top ten, but I didn't know where exactly to put it. So I kept moving around based upon stuff that I kept remembering. Like, oh yeah, the guy's like the I'm with the Force, and the Force is with me, or something like that. They had that little Asian dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Donnie. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Donnie Yen. It was, it was in the, and he had his buddy with the big old gun, and I was like, and the robot, you know, the, the killer robot, and, and you know, uh, they, they had all kind of different characters that I just remembered. Uh, Cause yeah, you know, to be honest, I started watching it, and then like the be- and then at the beginning, I was like, eh, the beginning, and then I turned it off because you know I was pressed for time, and then afterwards, I started remembering all the different scenes that were in there, you know, from mm-hmm. Saul Guerrero and all those different guys, and I was like, oh yeah, man, I do think this movie, you know, so it kept moving around for me. I don't know how it, how it ended up for you guys, oh. um, as far as in rankings or how if it played that much for uh, in y'all's uh, world as it did in mine. I like the fact that it really brought in an element of uh, kind of like with saving Mr. Banks. It took an, an element of star Wars history that had been undiscussed and said, Oh yeah, there was an explanation for this. This right. is how this happened. And there's a really cool story behind it. And that's what I thought was, was the genius of it. And that's a dark movie. I mean, it goes from oh. dark to bleak. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no, like, there's not a whole lot of happiness or joy. Like, the way I said it, there was another movie I was trying to decide between the two. And the way I put it is like, if I was flipping through, if I saw this movie, I would stop. But if I stopped at a particular part, I might be like, Ugh, I'll come back later and see whether or not they get to something a little bit more yeah. <laughs> upbeat. Um, but anyway, it, it's a really, it's a fabulous movie. It 
we were curious whether or not we'd ever have a, a Lucasfilm end up in this top 10 list. I mean, especially with the... Yeah. That's the thing that was, uh, was uh, torturing me. I was like, man, I should have a Star Wars movie in here. Mm-hmm. But what the hell am I going to put in here? Yeah, and absolutely. then you, what clinched me was the end scene. And spoilers, if you haven't seen it, it's been four years. Statue of Limitations is done. Blah. But anyway, <laughs> so what, what hooked it for me was I remember this scene of Darth Vader being shown as a complete badass at the end of the film. Yeah. Busting through and just destroying rebels left and right. And like, holy. I remember when I saw that in the theater, I was just like, holy crap. Yeah. You know, freaking Anakin's going nuts. Mm-hmm. He's going rogue. <laughs> That's one rogue. But uh, <laughs> and then you got the you know the, the the Carrie Fisher you know computer CGI kind of thing, and that yeah. was kind of neat. Yeah, and then it transitions right into New Hope, and I was like, well, you know, you know, this movie's pretty badass. It's like the Lion King one and a half. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, <laughs> exactly. Well, that's the thing. Uh, I, I liked it because I didn't expect it to be anything, and then I was really surprised. Paul watch it and I'm a Donnie Yen fan I'm a yeah. I like it man but that's a different story so I mean again you have those characters that I liked and I like the sarcastic robot so the characters in general when you don't put any expectations on the movie it's kind of crazy how that works right mm-hmm. yeah. you don't put any expectations on it and then boom you got a gym and but don't feel bad about not adding the other Star Wars movies on there because I mean that'd have been a completely different yeah, debate yeah. all together. We probably would have thrown yeah. cups at you. <laughs> <laughs> you. Put that on there. Well, you know what's yet. funny is like I thought for some reason this movie was the one where they had the beginning of the movie. They're like bombs away and they're bombing this ship. No, that was. Just, <laughs> but and then I realized, wait, no, that's not it. That was one of the the new trilogy. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm like okay, cool. I'm uh, Rogue One's totally in. <laughs> that was that was Rose Sister, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Rose Sister, bombs yeah. away. Yeah. It was a good gym. Space. Yeah, it was a cute. good gym. And this actually, I ranked this one higher than any of you guys. And to me, number one, I mean, let's just say this. What a tragedy that none of the other three could even be considered. I mean, they didn't even make the top 15. Right. You know, I mean, that's, and I hate to say, I hate to harp on that since we just did the review, but the last one we just watched could maybe make the top 20. Maybe, but you know, the other two is just, I have no interest in ever seeing those movies again. So I don't know. Um, I might put I Force know. Awakens in my top twenty. I don't. I, no. I think I put Force Awakens before I put Rise of Skywalker. Maybe, but I mean, it, it just uh, <laughs> all I'm saying is that those maybe for me no, but I, I could see where you might awesome debate could do that. Yeah. But Jimmy, for me maybe. personally, it just this was the only one that deserved to be anywhere in the top. Okay, um, yeah. As when we did the review, we said it then. It's the only Star Wars movie that has actually war scenes, you know. <laughs> um, so I mean, hey, I mean, this is like the private, Saving Private Ryan of uh, of of Disney movies. Sure. To make another analogy, so I don't know. I thought it was great. Uh, I'll watch this over and over again. Uh, I like what they did with it. I wish. Hopefully, they'll do more of these types of movies where it's like, hey, we've always wondered about so and so, so. You know, that's why it was so high for me. And then came a solo story. <laughs> I want like, right all past Honestly, okay. I want right all past It's not going to make anyone's top list, but I don't think that movie was as bad as everyone made it out to be. It I, is what it, it was. is. It you was. Know, and if you, if you walk into it and you just want a, a fun movie to be entertained by with jokes and blah, 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 it was fine. Yeah. You know, it wasn't trash, but whatever. I mean, it, it got trashed, but I don't think it, it should have been trashed. It was hashtag. Not uh, my Han solo. Right? Yeah, exactly. That's a fair point though. And I, again, with this rogue one, you have characters you're not used to. You don't know anything about. So again, you don't expect anything and it surprise you. But yeah, if you have like, if they do a, a, a Luke Skywalker movie and Shia LaBeouf is Luke Skywalker, I'd probably cringe. You Ray, know, so. <laughs> Ray, just do it. Just do it. <laughs> Ray, just do it. Do it. Just wait the saber. Yeah. I mean, so I didn't watch. I didn't I didn't see uh, the solo. I mean, if you suggested, I'll, I'll check it I out. I saw it for the first time over the holiday break. I had two weeks off from work, uh, winter recess, and I was like, eh. <laughs> you know? It just didn't. It's fine. Well, the part yeah. that aggravated me was how he got solo as his last name. I didn't like that. Yeah. Okay. I was yeah. like, really? Are we going to do it that way? That's how it's <laughs> no, done. I thought how him and Chewie were kind of cute. You know, how they met was kind of cute where they're like, they're both prison guys, mm-hmm. guys in prison. So I thought that was kind of cool. Okay. You okay. Know? So that was, I, I, I could deal with that. But yeah, the whole uh, Han, I don't have a last name. Oh, uh, Solo. You're a Han Solo. I was like, really? You don't have a last name. <laughs> Come on, really? <laughs> oh, man. Sorry. Spoiler. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the Solo one on that. Yeah. One. yeah. I'm totally fine with it. 
Yeah, but check it out. It's worth a check. I, 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 was, in, I was in a big Star Wars thing over the winter break, so I've been watching. I bet you were, yeah. 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 It's funny how easy it is to get last names in the future. Where are you? Uh, Solo. Skywalker. Call me Skywalker now. Yeah. Okay, cool. I like, that's, that's it. That's who he is right, right. there. Meanwhile, yes. you got to go to court. You got to yeah. get your driver's <laughs> license. You got to bring a birth two forms of ID. <laughs> <laughs> Next like time we go to here. Galaxy's Edge, I'll walk in like, "What's your name, Kevin?" <laughs> and then let's see, you don't—I don't have a last name. It's like, well, let's see. Uh, I heard this about you, Kevin. <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> did you say sits well? No, sits <laughs> well. I'll say, okay, sure, whatever you say, imp. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! And this is his friend Bounty over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hmm. Uh, Eli <laughs> snores or snores greatly. Snores yeah. greatly. That yeah. would be um, him. yeah. Sleeps like that. Yeah. <laughs> Sleeps like that. That's right. That's probably what we can name. That's yeah. right. Lee Beard. <laughs> <laughs> Lee Beard. But, oh, yeah. That was yeah. A, look, I got to tell a little funny side story real yeah, quick. Yeah, so absolutely. We're sitting there. We're, we're texting each other trying to figure out how we're going to make this uh, list thing work for this topic. And <laughs> yeah. as we're going through it, Lee says, okay, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to text you on my list, but I'm going to do it after I call up this client and help them book their trip. I'm like, all right, cool. Client comes first. Gotcha. So Lee stops texting us, and immediately I see my cell phone's ringing, but it's a group FaceTime call. And it's for me, for Eli, (laughs) and for Kevin. You were probably asleep. This was before four. (laughs) Yeah, you were probably asleep. This was today? No, no, no. This was a couple. Yesterday, yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. yeah. And it rings like two times, and he hangs up. And so I text him, and I said, Lee, did you just call? And he wrote back, yeah, no, sorry about that. And then Kevin just writes in, beard dial. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I lost my s***. I was driving. (laughs) Oh, damn. That's it. Yes. I couldn't couldn't, say anything, but I started cracking up laughing. My my beard wanted to talk to you. I didn't Uh, want to talk to y'all, but the beard did. That was funny. The beard wanted to talk to you. Yeah, I get. Yeah, those, I remember that. That was good. Yeah, I, you know, like sometimes you get a text message and it like the notification pops up. Like mm-hmm. I said, it's on my phone, so I didn't see the other parts, but I happened to be by when Beard Dow just popped up. <laughs> and yeah, I just lost it. I was like, I don't even know what that's about. <laughs> that's freaking great. I've never heard that term before. But yes. I, that was I never heard it either until that moment. You I invented it. it. That's the first thing I thought of. Trade market. You Beard Dow. Magic Our Way 2020. Why can't that be your last name? Kevin Beard Dow. I could do that. There you go. <laughs> but I don't have a beard. I have to grow a beard. I'm just saying it's better than right I mean, <laughs> that's all I'm hey, saying he's proud of how I'm about can, to say I'm pretty happy with you my proud right. yeah you're proud I hear that that's his you superpower know. you got a legend for that if that's I true. could share some with Danny I would dude I wish man I need a little that little some of that um, maybe like a uh, like for force <laughs> <laughs> Just like use your pinky on me, not the whole. <laughs> I don't like the way you wave Feel the like, whole hand. Like colon blow. Yeah. Be careful where you heal that. <laughs> Let's start with the pinky. Watch how you uh, fix your fingers. Yes. Now. He's force sensitive yes. about that. I'm sure he is. Start with the pinky. Don't wave the whole hand around like you just. That, oh, that, oh, that oh. is nothing but a force virgin. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh, I mean, be delicate. Be delicate. Talk to me. Get me excited about what's, what's about to happen. <laughs> Take me to dinner. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I get you pumped up. What were we talking about? Our uh, top nice ten. Segue. Our top yeah, ten okay. of the decade. Right, so moving on. on. Right. Um, All right. So it might yeah. interest the listeners to know real quick. So the voting on that one, Rogue One, that was one of the three that we all put in our top 10 list, our original top 10 list. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eli had that at nine. Uh, Kev had it at eight. I had it at seven and Lee was the highest on it at five. Cool. All right. Cool. All right. And so now we're at number seven. The number seven movie of the decade is Black Panther from 2018. Marvel movie. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This was definitely within my seven. Wakanda forever. That, forever. That's right. That's mm-hmm. it. That's it. Awesome movie. I even have a t-shirt. You know, it's great. You know, <laughs> you I love me a t-shirt that says Black Panther was great. I should. And on the back, what kind of forever? On, on the back, right. it has chocolate cake. Umbambe, 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 chocolate cake, Umbambe. <laughs> Give us a chocolate cake. Wakanda, Wakanda. You know, we, we could probably get him on the podcast. <laughs> I mean, didn't he do the Devil and Max Devlin? Isn't that a Disney? <laughs> movie we can talk to him about that i think so yeah, yeah. oh so, wow 
That's funny. <laughs> no, it's a, you know it's a, it's a it's a great movie. It was it, I think what what helped is that uh, it was the first cinematic viewing of that character. Yeah. Uh, period. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was awesome. The effects were great. I mean, the acting was great. You know, I like the how you say like the undertones of it mm-hmm. as far as you know uh, how Wakanda was and relationship between Black the Panther tribes, and his family, yeah, tribes, family, everything. Yeah. It was very it was very immersive. It was good stuff. No, I really, I really dug it. Yeah, because I, I, I like Black Panther from like the uh, Earth Mighty Heroes cartoon series, mm-hmm. Marvels, and then from then on, I was just like, oh yeah, I love Black Panther. And then when he came on the screen, and I just got a chance to see the movie, and this was the movie. If you guys remember us remov- uh, reviewing it, uh, this is when I saw on the cruise mm-hmm. when they premiered it oh. for the Disney Company. And I, I was just floored. I was. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was yeah. like one of maybe five people in the theater at like one in the morning, <laughs> watching that movie, and I was just like, ah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but there's nobody here to share in this excitement because it's like four and one, one in the morning. <laughs> it was. It was definitely one of those movies where I, I saw it and like people would come up to me who don't normally talk to me and was like, I know you're a comic book guy. You saw that movie, right? And I was like, yeah. And then it, they would so completely open up about it. I didn't have that with the uh, the other ones that are on the list, but yeah, Black Panther for sure was uh, it's a good it was really well, yeah. yeah, yeah. I I liked it. I really I should, let me rephrase that. I really liked it. I didn't love it, but I really really liked it. I'm with you, and uh, that was a hard call for me. It made it, it it was between this and Frozen for ten for me, mm-hmm. and I mean just being honest with myself, Frozen was I saw it in the theater. It changed the landscape of Disney animation, everything like that. And we kind of talked about that as we were trying to figure out this list and our criteria for voting. Uh, and Lee made that point. And I originally had it on there for that purpose, but I'm like, I remember seeing it. I didn't particularly walk away amazed by it. It's the fact that my daughter got into it and we watched it so many times over. Now it, it, it's kind of resonated, but kind of for a different reason. It's almost like I'm allowing was a seven-year-old at that time, a seven-year-old's uh, taste in movies to influence mine. And so if I'm honest with myself, if if one of the two of them's on, I'm going to be watching Black Panther. Well, yeah, Black Panther has like spaceships and force fields and stuff. That's, well, that's tough to beat. Yeah, but Frozen has Olaf and Marshmallow, the big snow monster. All right. That well, was kind of cool. I'm not saying it's not cool. I'm just saying it's not a spaceship with force fields in it. Well, it's an ice and, castle. Literally came out of the snow. That's they don't, they don't have that. And Wakanda is a got, city that came out of the out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Yeah, we got yeah. we got ball sisters in there. And Holy crap! Poppy. Is there a parallel between Arendelle and uh, Wakanda? <laughs> <laughs> is this a future show? What the hell is going on? When Arendelle melts, it becomes Wakanda. Apparently, That's <laughs> yeah. Right. Underneath that, in the winter, may, can I tell you? Maybe Wakanda was that unknown place that they discovered <laughs> in Frozen Two. What was the name of it? Oh, I've already forgot. Wakanda. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I, just, I just remember the the, late, the 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 spirit singing. That's all I remember. Yes, I, I remember that as well. And the spirit turns. Well, I, spoilers. And I, I don't. No, I'm not even going to get into it. Moving on. <laughs> Moving so, on. Yeah. Uh, yes, it, it was. It was a hard choice between the two of them. But yeah, Black Panther definitely. Black Panther, awesome stuff. All right, so we're at our number six. And number six is Thor. Give us, give us the numbers real quick on that, Danny, though. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, Black Panther, Eli at six, Kevin at two, Danny at nine, Lee at nine. Awesome. And the reason it's at nine is because uh, Big Hero 6 made my 10 because I lost Tangled. So yeah. there you go. Okay. So now we're at number six. This is our sixth movie of the decade. And it is Thor Ragnarok, released in 2017. The second, in, second, no, third. I'm sorry, the third movie in the Thor movie series. Yes, yeah, and uh, yeah, Ragnarok was just badass. <laughs> that was just a lot of fun. Talk about walking it's into fun. A, yeah, fun. talk about walking to a movie with zero expectations after watching Thor: Dark World. So much to the point where I refused to see it in the movie theater. I refused to buy the DVD, and when I finally was able to get around to catching it, I had the most fun. I mean, it's it's one of those movies where it's like you'll be sitting working, like you know what. I want to go on YouTube and, and, and look up that scene when Jeff Goldblum. Oh, yeah. Like, I pardon you from life. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I got to go look at that again. Oh, Sparkles. Like, it, that, he was just phenomenal <laughs> throughout that entire movie. Uh, the humor between Thor. I, I could have done without seeing the Hulk's butt, but, you know. Yeah, the Hulk's butt. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what made it on my list. That's, <laughs> why. Oh, that's why you voted that's for why it. That's why I voted He's for it. He's the 
Oh, well, now take the floor, Kevin. Really, you've got to talk now. It is so bulbous and just green and just like full of vigor and life. Bulbous. <laughs> God, I love that butt. Are you going to use your four power on to help him if he needs it? Okay. If he needs it, absolutely. That's going to be one big ass. That probably would go easy on the, on the Hulk's butt. Yeah, like a Hulk, a Hulk, a Hulk powered yeah. Uh, poop. Uh, yeah, Hulk would probably be pretty. Devastated. Irradiating of gamma. Yeah, did gamma he eat thing. Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> in the comics? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he. Yeah, ate. in the comics, he he ate him, right? Yeah, yeah. he yeah. ate a lot in the in the in the Ultimates. He ate a lot of people. Yes, the Hulk ate people. Yeah, what? Yeah, yes. Mark, it was. Uh, I never knew of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a sidetrack, but uh, Mark Millar, Cannibal uh, Hulk. No, he was just a, he was just a vicious fine guy. young Cannibal Hulk. Yep, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Mark Millar. He wrote the Ultimates. He did. Kick ass and water and all that other stuff. He, when he wrote it, that was actually a segment that he had for the Hulk. And I know that because when I met him a long time ago, I was like, I love that you made the Hulk eat people. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Wow. Like, all right, kid, I gotta go. Yeah. He's like, all right, crazy person. Buy me a drink later. And yeah, uh, I'm about to get this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah the no, dude. The Ultimates. Uh, really. I mean, that was really what put the Avengers right back on the map. That's true. That's when. Really? That's how you got yeah. uh, Nick Fury being uh, Samuel Jackson because that's how he was made in that book. This yeah, they exciting. drew whoever drew the book. What was his name again? Uh, Brian Hitch. Brian Hitch. When he drew it, he had carte blanche. He literally ripped off Samuel L. Jackson's image. Yes. He drew Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury and years later they had to go to Samuel L. Jackson and kind of hat in hand and be like, well, I guess you kind of know that we picture you in the Nick Fury role, so will you do it? And he did. God bless that him. is awesome. Because he's mm-hmm. a bad motherfucker. I like, I like Sam Jackson as Nick Fury. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, oh, yeah, but that was tripped out. I yeah. saw it, but... Uh, it wasn't a casting choice. It no. was... It was because of that. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, you know, it's funny. It's like I get, taking it back to Earth Somebody's Heroes. I, mm-hmm. I like the Nick Fury character when they said Samuel Jackson's going to be Nick Fury. I'm like, yeah, that works. You know? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and Earth Somebody's Heroes came out way before all that, I guess, right? Yeah. Yes. Right, right, Didn't right, it come right. out before the, the Hulk eating people thing? And then. Oh, the comic of the Hulk eating people? Yeah. Or was that, was that was Earth Somebody's Heroes after that? Probably after that. Oh, okay. This okay. was so early. That's why. This they, was early 2000s of the book. Oh, uh, so they might have based Earth's Mighty Heroes Nick Fury on that particular Samuel Jackson Nick Fury. That's interesting. Okay, we're getting on this. Yeah, no, but uh, it's all very interesting just because I've, I've I've slowly gotten into comic books. Yeah, you know, uh, I I told Eli this last week. I was like, I, I bought the whole graphic novel The Watchmen, and so now you tell me about Hulk eating people. And I'm curious. I want to go buy it. Uh, I was, I was Mr. Bluebirds on Lee's shoulder again. I know he wants to pitch <laughs> in. He, he has oh, something okay. to say. Yes, about the Hulk eating people in his butt. What do you say? <laughs> so you, what, what say you, Mr. Bluebird? Uh, this is one of those movies that you know i I, no no secret like marvel all that kind of stuff it's not on my radar so to speak of course being part of the show movies come up review them etc etc but this one is one of those ones i just never took the time to to watch on my own and i actually watched it about a month ago and then when i had to do this ranking i'm like man you know what that it made like my top 15 you know not top 10 but for a movie that I had no interest in seeing at all, that I wasn't even thought about to to for it to rank up that high for me, I was kind of surprised myself. But it's just a fun, fun movie, man. And um, you know, it's just one of those ones where it's like, okay, cool. Like I understand why people like this stuff. It's it was very entertaining. So I remember um, this. I remember when Hannah came by to hang out one time, and uh, she was like, she wanted to watch a movie, and it was on Netflix. And it's kind of funny, like how Danny said earlier, how. Your kid could kind of influence what you watch because mm-hmm. I had to watch Shrek when she was small and all that stuff. So it was like, hey, it's my turn, my turn for what? Mm-hmm. So I said, let's put on this movie, and she loved it. And uh, but one of the things that always I always like to see in that movie that puts it over the top for me is just the Hulk Thor relationship. Mm-hmm. When, like you know, the Hulk comes out, oh, yeah. he's like, oh yeah, I know this guy, and then, like Hulk starts beating on him yes. and all this stuff. Like I mean, that whole dynamic itself, what it it kind of it kind of breaks it. Where you're used to heroes just maybe fussing at each other, mm-hmm. but not trying to kill each other, right? You know, in one sense. But then uh, the part where, like you said, the Hulk cleaned his business and stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, Thor comes in there, and then they have their heart to heart, and then Hulk's just like, you know, yo, you bad friend. Like I crack up every time. <laughs> <laughs> I crack. I mean, even watching that with her, I yeah. crack up every time. And she loved the movie. Like she had never seen it before, but even right there, she loved the movie. So had to put it up there. And so the voting on Thor Ragnarok went like this. Eli had it at four. 
Kevin put it at seven. I had it at eight, and Lee put it at six. So all of us right around the middle. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Yeah. yeah. All right. So now we're in our top five, and in our top five, leading the way from 2019 is Avengers: Endgame, the end of the MCU at that moment in time. Yes. I mean, this is a movie that I'll talk about. Like, I didn't even know it was three hours. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things. Yeah. And that's one of the things that clinched it for me is so I had to make the list because I'm always like, yeah, I enjoyed that movie a lot. I didn't, I didn't even know it was three hours until it ended. <laughs> I'm like, holy crap, I got to be. <laughs> but, you know, but, but before that, I was, I, I was just so into the thing. And, you know, the whole, the one scene that got, that got me was just like, uh, hey, Cap, on your left. And I was like, oh, uh, what? <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Get you, bladder. <laughs> I'm a hold tight. I'm hold tight. We're going to ride. We ain't going, you know. Yeah, it starts off great where they go after Thanos, and you're like, Thor just chopped Thanos' head off. Wait, we're 20 minutes in? What? What's going on? <laughs> and then you went to this alternate reality like where is this going and then next thing you know it's back to the future too mm-hmm. and you're jumping around the different timelines and interacting with your older self and I was just floored from that moment on mm-hmm. and then when you got to the end scene where everyone just starts showing up I mean what a satisfactory ending the only thing that bugged me is that they didn't have to kill Tony but yeah, I'm, I'm with you yeah. I'm with you and I, I mean it was course, amazing we did, and of course, we did a review about it. So those we watched it together, the yeah. three of us, at least. If you wanted more in-depth thing, you definitely could pull up that other episode. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I wanted, I was torn because I loved this one and Infinity War, but for different reasons. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was hoping they both would make it. I was really, really See, my hoping. thing, I, I thought the first Avengers movie was pretty good. Yeah, and, it was. And I had trouble choosing between the two, but I'm like, you know, I'm always talking about Endgame. Yeah, Infinity War was a good setup, but... <sighs> I don't know. I couldn't see putting it in over some of the other Marvel movies. Yeah, I was just about to say the same thing. Yeah. A, like, yeah. which one? Like, um, which it one? wasn't going to go over Black Panther for me. No, not okay. over Black Panther, not over... Well, yeah, if I start saying some of them we're going to get into. All right. Yeah, no, yeah, you're, yeah. you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, I hear you. But yeah, we can get we can definitely get into that afterwards if you want to. Uh, because if I, we have time. Yeah. If we have time. Yeah. yeah. All right, so the scores on Avengers Endgame, we have Eli at three, Kevin at five, Danny at six, and Lee at eight. Cool. Big, a little bit of a bigger spread there. So yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. All right, so our fourth top movie of the decade from 2012, it's Wreck-It Ralph. Amazing. My number one movie, period. Yeah. Your number one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number one, movie, yeah. period, point blank. I will watch that movie anytime, any day. Any time of day, this, if I had one movie to watch on the deserted island for the rest of my life, it's going to be, it's going to be close to another movie, but wreck it route for me. I was no. going to say, leave. You didn't speak up on this one. I had lost faith in you. <laughs> I like the bird must yeah. have ate you. Or no, something. he grabbed this one. Yeah. Yeah. He grabbed it. <laughs> I stayed like quiet. It's all <laughs> make, sure, make sure I'm heard on this one. Y'all. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, like, no, it's really such a great movie. It is, uh, you know, released in, and when it hit, it relates to me on a very youthful level because of all the stuff that's in it. That's Especially true. the video games, you know. Uh, our age, people in our age group grew up with the video game generation. You know, when starting from the Commodore 64 to the Atari to the, all the just, television, all the things that came down, Sega, Genesis, all that until what we have, the kids have today. We grew up with all that and in arcades and stuff. And to have that movie portray all of that and take us back to the time, man, it was just absolutely amazing. Yeah. yeah. You know, because who, who hasn't thought about, well, I don't know what happens when I leave the arcade. Yeah. <laughs> you know, are they still playing each other or is this uh, <laughs> thing still happening? Right. I don't even know because we didn't understand. It's like they took Night at the Museum and figured out how to do it at an arcade, which yeah. I think is a, a brilliant concept. It's like, oh, yeah. What if these guys all just got together and hung out afterwards? Right. How cool is that? Seeing the Street Fighter guys hanging out with, you know. Oh, God, that's so yeah. cool. I love the Street Fighter guys. Right. It's just, it's a really well done, well thought out. Hanging out at Tappers. Yes. <laughs> only, only if you're buying, buddy. Only if you're buying. <laughs> I um, love that. But yeah, phenomenal concept. Well done. Uh, the execution of it is just almost flawless. Cool yeah. story. Yeah. Uh, everything. Yeah. Cubert. <laughs> And, of course, and, and the best part is that the central hub is the freaking power strip. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. They're all connected to the same damn strip kind of yeah. a thing or power source. It's absolutely well done. Brilliant. Absolutely yeah. well. Even even the throwback looking animation 
you know, to, from the, the different bit characters, mm-hmm. you know, it yeah. was just brilliant. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, it was a good movie to make. And right right at this time, like that's like, you know, that's time and preparation and, and great execution. And it's a fun movie. It just it really is. So what do we got numbers wise, Danny? On uh, Wreck-It Ralph, we've got Eli at five, Kevin at six, Danny at three, and Lee with one, as he said. Yes. Absolutely. I was going to be surprised if he didn't have one for him. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you, like, the next four movies, including Wreck-It Ralph, any one of these could have easily, on depending on the right. day, have been number yeah. one for Fair. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, the third top movie of the decade for us, for the yes. Magic Away podcast is 2017's Coco from Pixar. Oh, oh Coco. Coco. Love Coco. 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 Oh, man, that's a movie I could watch anytime, any day. Start from any time. Right. You know, in fact, that happened when we were on the cruise. We were walking by the movie theater on the cruise boat, and we heard, we, I heard, I guess I heard, uh, I remember you. Oh, remember yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, remember oh. me. Yeah, sorry, remember me. Mm-hmm. And and we like, oh, it's Coco. So we walked in, and it's like, oh, we'll just dip in for a little, get off our feet, you know, the seats. You know, because we're walking around playing that game, the the Great Muppet thing. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So we're playing the game. It was like, take a little rest. We heard Coco was playing. We sat in the front row, and I don't think we left till the end of the movie. Oh, <laughs> you know? good We for finished you. the movie, cause it, and then it was like, okay, I guess it's time for dinner, so we got to finish the game afterwards. <laughs> but yeah, we totally meant to go sit in there and just kind of hang out for a little bit, watch a little bit of it, but we ended up finishing the damn thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like that every time it comes on. It's like, oh, it's Coco. It's awesome. You know, it's such good stuff. And, and again, we did a... Uh, we did an episode of that review for a listener, so you can get a more in-depth thing of that, but uh, it's a very touching movie. It, is, it hits me on a yeah. personal level. Don't need to get into that, but yeah, every time I see it, I, I'm still like, man. Well, I remember for you saying when we're doing the review that it, it has music in it. You're not usually one for musicals. I am not a musical it, guy, no. But it has music with a purpose, and you thought yes. it was really cool, and then when you said that, and I, every time I watch it, I was like, you know, that's a damn good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just that musical for being musical, they're actually doing something with it, and there's a reason why they're singing. It tells, yeah, it tells right, the story, right. and, and I mean, it's animated well, the characters are fun, and it has a very good representation mm-hmm. yeah. of the culture and so there's a lot you could learn about if you were curious to kind of expand upon it's a different style of animated movie and as fathers with daughters yes it just touches you right in the it just uh. grabs hold of it and seizes it because yeah that's your worst nightmare is having your child forget you Right, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah, that was always and my not thing. knowing why you left if you did leave. Right, you just see the old elder person just forget. Period, like oh, just like yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, like yeah. I'm gonna cry. I think I I, I kind of had a tear. Everybody had a tear that saw that movie. I don't cry that much. Yeah, like, I don't. Unless my, my, my yeah, this is definitely yeah. the, to me like of my top five. This was the most emotional. Uh, as you guys already talked about the father daughter, the the elderly parents, grandparents, and things like that. This is one of those ones where you better have some tissues ready if you're going to sit down and watch this one. So maybe that's also why I didn't put it in my top two because it's like, ah, might be a little emotional draining to watch this movie right now. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, but still, I mean, and just just all of the animation on it was so beautiful. And then you saw some of the, you know, some of the backstory of how, you know, they animated all those leaves and all those, mm-hmm. you know, how many, uh, all the all the artistry and the time it took to put all that together in the city of lights mm-hmm. and all that stuff. It really made you appreciate the time and the work that got put into this uh, animation. So that Odessa De La Cruz, what a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard. Yeah. I you mean, bastard. what a swerve that I got with that dude. Yeah. yeah that, that dude was crazy. You know, that's, this is the movie. I was like, Oh man, Pixar, you're not going to do it. You're not going to yeah. cry. Oh Yo, man, you almost had it. The water was there. It's like, Oh, yeah. this was one like, that was the first really good Pixar movie. I think I've seen in a, in a while. I haven't been a big fan of the Pixar sequels at all. Right, so yeah. it was a good comeback for Pixar. It was sure. a very good comeback for Pixar. It showed that they can do original stories still that touch the heart and, and do it well. Yeah, and do it and do it really, really well. I mean, I don't know, man. There was something about that film. I mean, I like films that kind of take you to new worlds and let you explore it a little bit and see what's happening in there and stuff like that. That's why I'm kind of looking forward to this new one with the trolls and their dad, but it's half a dad. <laughs> half a dad. <laughs> what is it? Umpward, onward. Uh, upward. upward. There you go. Yeah. Upward, yeah. onward. Upward, upward, onward. Uh-huh. Half a dad. Yeah. Half a dad. Yeah. Yeah, half a dad. Yeah. Half a dad. Uh, so, yeah, no, I, I can't Quarter wait. To- <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just a pair of shoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, no, I can't not watch it whenever it's on. I, I really, and I just get suckered in even, even in the softy parts, you know? 
Now that's the truth. Yeah, that, that's definitely the truth. And that whole end of sequence where she's the mom singing on, or the great uh, grandma singing on the stage. When, uh, actually, when she first starts singing, that I, that threw me. I was like, oh man, wow, she really does like music. <laughs> you know, yeah. she just. Oh man, it's just freaking awesome! They throw his shoes at people while they walking in the street. That you get comedy right yeah, there. The little know. doggy and the cat. Oh know, yes, that whole the the uh, Alibrijes is that that's Alibrijes? That? Yeah. Alibrijes, yes. Yeah, so you get a little bit of everything with this movie, and um, and that damn flower bridge. <laughs> <laughs> now, y'all call it the Dorito the, Bridge. The Dorito that's Bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Don't that make you want some Doritos though? For real? <laughs> Every yeah, time. For real, dude. Every I didn't even think of it and when y'all said it. I'm like, yeah, Doritos should sponsor that because it makes me want to grab a bag every time. I know, like if when day of the dead occurs like if Doritos was smart yeah they would build a whole bridge in their product right there but it's like you know even if the skeletons are walking across it I'd be like man they still look delicious it does (laughs) in a weird way it really does I mean the whole thing was just very vibrant I mean I could go on and on yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. we probably did in our review beautiful brilliant wonderful film awesome 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 so now votes on that one yeah Real quick, uh, so she comes no surprise that that one was my and Kevin's number one movie, Coco. Mm. Uh, Lee had it at four, and Eli had it at seven. Nice, nice. All right, top two. So our, our number two movie of the decade is Guardians of the Galaxy from Marvel from 2014. The original. The original, the original. Guardians of the Galaxy. I wanted this one to be the number one one personally. Dude, it could have easily been the number one. It just depended on the day. I guess when it comes to more of the quintessential Disney movies, I don't really put, you know, you're grading a bit on a curve. I know why it's two, but um, I mean, can I swage y'all to switch them? By any chance. Dude, look, this is without a doubt my favorite Marvel movie. Mm -hmm. It's not even close. I mean, and, and that's a high bar to clear. It's up there. It really is up there. It's, it's that's the Marvel movie where it's like if I got a friend and they're like, yeah, I'm not into all this superhero bullshit. I'm like, just watch this one. Let's send it to Martin Scorsese. Yeah, just <laughs> just watch it. This one, yeah, this one is cinema. <laughs> I promise you, there's cinema happening. Yeah, no, that's a very good movie. Oh no, it's great. Lots and lots of fun. Yeah. Great movie. Um, for me, like again, I'm not knowing anything about Marvel or anything like that. I saw the poster for this movie, and it's got a raccoon with the gun on the shoulder of a tree thing and like what is this stupid why would what the hell and i was like i'm I'm not gonna watch that stupid stuff and then i watched i'm like oh my god this is the greatest movie i've ever seen in my life (laughs) it just it just the way it was put together the music the comedy the action i mean i really had a hard time between this and wreck it ralph when i was doing my top I mean, I I wanted to cheat and tie them and just be like, they're both number one. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really, I originally on my spreadsheet put number one for both of them because it was that hard to decide. Um, you know, again, Wreck-It Ralph was just kind of that nostalgia thing that, that pushed it over the edge for me, but it was so close between this and Guardians for me. And I can't believe that I almost never watched this movie. That's, that's the crazy part. So just... You know, like you said, Danny, like maybe you're not into comic books and things like that, or maybe you're, so. I'm just trying to open my mind up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So that's just something to keep in mind. Sometimes these movies will surprise you, and this was one of those ones that just blew me away. Absolutely, lots of fun. Definitely our number two, worthy of that position. And what what are the numbers look like on that, Danny? Well, yeah, Eli put that at number one, as he said. Uh, me and Kevin both had that at number four, and Lee had that at number two. Awesome. Yeah. So we're coming up on our number one, but before we do that, let's quickly recap what our 10 was of the decade. Number 10 was Saving Mr. Banks. Number nine was Big Hero 6. Number eight was Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Number seven was Black Panther. Number six, Thor Ragnarok. Number five, Avengers Endgame. Number four, Wreck-It Ralph. Number three, Coco. Number two was Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one, the original one, and the number one movie of the decade. Before you say anything, I'm just wondering how many listeners are out there right now that are like, these motherfuckers haven't talked about Frozen or Moana. These boys. (laughs) We did mention Frozen in a joke. We mentioned it in a joke, but they're like... Whatever one they say, I'm firing off an angry email <laughs> <laughs> post. Yeah, going on, on Facebook. But how could you leave this one off? So I, I'm I'm curious to see if they could stop right now and just go ahead and go on our Facebook page and say, I think you were about ready to leave off. Fill in the blank. Well, uh, we could have went through the whole list, but then 
you would we would be doing this show into next week. We, we yeah. should just cut the show right here and just like, okay, guys, we'll tell you number one next week. Yeah, <laughs> tune in, tune in next week. Tune in next week. You'll find out what number one is and send us your angry email. Save a week in time. Save a week in time. <laughs> How you doing? Glad y'all listened to that. Tune in for number one. All next right, week. what's number one, Kevin? Number one for the Magic Army podcast for the decade 2010 2019 is Moana from make 2016. Way, make way, make way for Moana. <laughs> yes, that indeed. is our number one. That's how it came up to be. That, You're welcome. <laughs> you know, uh, do we want to throw the numbers in real quick just to see how it got here? Yeah, sure thing. We can do this. Okay. Uh, so Eli had it at number two. I had it at number two. Kevin had it at number three. Lee had it at number three. So all hovering within that little spot and it just happens to be the number one movie for us. Yes, like collectively that would be the one movie we all could seem to agree on the most that we'll sit there and watch together I I suppose is what this means. It's a it's a big thing because there were a lot of Marvel movies I was like man I love this movie but it's like yeah even up in case but why I'm like I can't I can't do it I can't I can't go against the rock. I can't no. go. I can't go against it. It's can't a, go against Grassy No Moana. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> that movie had me emotionally invested. Yeah. yeah. Every time I watch that movie, I think the words Grassy No Moana. Oh, I <laughs> I'm like, oh, there she is. Maui's bone. All like that. Yeah, Maui. that's yes. all I remember is Eli <laughs> equating it to Maui. His bone was broken, and you know the the lady had to fix his bones <laughs> so that way it would work. Yeah. Yeah. So he was empowered by it. I remember that conspiracy theory to this day, and I, th- I think that was brilliant. Uh, but I appreciate it beyond that. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah, the music was just phenomenal. The awesome. songs got immediately yeah. stuck in your head. It was beautiful. The adventure they went on from Tamatoa mm-hmm. to the uh, Kakamora, yeah, to Tafiti or Tahara, whatever the hell. What was the other? The bad one is Tafiti was a good one, and then it was Tahara Takata. I don't, and Fugue. I don't know. It sounds like a <laughs> anime show with names at this point. Hirohito. Tomato, 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 tomato. Big Hero or, or Baymax makes an appearance in there. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> one of the contacts. <laughs> on a coconut. Up. You know, he's one of the coconuts, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, a beautiful movie, too. Yes. yes. Beautifully drawn, everything else. Um, yeah, definitely deserving of its number one. Um, and another great story about culture. Another great scene. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. This is their their way to kind of make up to what they had done when they did Lilo and Stitch. You know, they, they paid respects to the culture and consulted people that knew about it. And they tried to make it as, uh, as authentic as they could. Yeah. I like the confines of a uh, cartoon, yes. And again, it, like uh, like what I was saying before, it takes you to a whole that when you go to the realm of monsters, yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah, you're exploring this whole new world that you're like, oh my God, this is so cool that there would be this place. You know, you enter in through a volcano and you descend through all this and then you get in the sea and then all of a sudden it's like water world but better yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know they're battling these ships on the uh, on the ocean so I am still really, falling really <laughs> <laughs> a human it's a human dude in the realm of monsters <laughs> so anyway yeah yes. brilliant movie uh, definitely my favorite uh, so so sorry to Frozen I tried to get it on here, but really, honestly, it just didn't connect with me that much. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I, I tried to get Frozen in because I knew there'd be people just like. But I, when I was on, like you said, if I'm honest myself, yeah, I don't think Frozen would have beat any of these other ones for me. Yeah, the only reason that Frozen means something to you is because it meant something to your kids. Right. Exactly. Uh, I remember watching it first time in the theater. I was like, oh, it's just like a Broadway show. I was like, yeah. okay, they took that formula, you know, they took the whole idea of Wicked, and I think I did say that in a review, mm-hmm. and that was it. So, yeah, you know, it's not just because I'm a boy. Frozen uh, <laughs> didn't make it, just to throw that out there. But, um, yeah, compared to the other stuff, you know, who knows? But if Frozen didn't make your list, well, I'd be curious to hear what that list is. That's this true. is a, this is a very, yeah. I'm looking at it now and, and seeing it in its totality. This is a very male-centric list. Yes, uh, very, very male centric. Guardians, Coco, Wreck It Ralph, Avengers Endgame, Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, Rogue One, Big Hero Six. The only two that you could probably step outside of that is Saving Mr. Banks and Moana. Although I'm sure a lot of females are going to chime in and say, "I love all those movies too," and Chris Hemsworth is dreamy. And no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that I don't see a lot of princess movies like Tangled. Yeah, or, or, although I did have Tangled in my list, and probably th- th- that that might be how we want to close this out real quick. Yeah. So just kind of give you a sense of it. My list. Pretty much mirrored a lot of what we did there. Coco, Moana, Wreck-It Ralph, Gardens of the Galaxy, Saving Mr. Banks, Avengers Endgame, Rogue One, Thor Ragnarok, Tangled at Nine, and then finally Black Panther. That was my list. 
uh, Eli actually had Avengers Affinity War 1, which I thought was weird because I'm like, wow, that's not even the best Avengers movie. <laughs> I, 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 liked, I liked the fact that they had new characters in there. It was like all different ways of action. And then, of course, the end, it makes you feel something. Mm-hmm. You know? So Yeah, okay. But I don't know. I hear you. That just, that's what Everyone, I'm doing. Turns into dust and floats away, but okay. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. <laughs> it was the people that turned into dust, damn it. Uh, Moana 3, Thor Ragnarok 4, Spider-Man Homecoming 5. That was a good inclusion. I thought about trying to put that one in there mm-hmm. as well. Uh, but there were so many good Spider-Man movies. Oh, my God. Uh, Avengers Endgame, Black Panther, Captain America, Winter Soldier, Inside Out, and Rogue One. I, I really, if, if the original Captain America would have been done during Disney, I would have, I would have put that in yeah, that's, for sure. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I'm the same way, yeah. Maybe even Iron Man, the first Yeah, one. very first Iron Man. Yeah, I'm a good. big origin story fan. I, I find the sequels don't really do much for me. No. Inside Out, I still maintain, Eli, that you did not like that movie. Go back and listen to your I'm going to go back to because I, I thought I liked the psychology of it. I you might have liked some of the yeah, aspects. Yeah. yeah, you might like the concept of it, but the movie itself, you didn't seem to this be This was within fan. that list, though, so yeah. I, mean, you know, I, went with, I, I went for it. All right, well, let me know because I, yeah. All right, it tied. Uh, that's just my memory of it. So 10, <laughs> Rogue One, Lee went with Wreck-It Ralph 1, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Coco, Moana, Rogue One, Zootopia at 6. That was another one that would have made yeah, my top 15 a, yeah. right there. Mm-hmm. Monsters University, that's one where Lee and I are, I think, are on an island on this one because I, I love that movie. That was another one, easily top 15. Um, it, it almost could have made my top 10. I do love that movie. I like it more than I like the original Monsters, Inc., and I'm not really much of a sequel guy. Tangled, yeah. that's another one Lee and I agreed on. Jungle Book, pretty good. I like that one. Muppets, that was another one that could have easily made my list. So, yeah, yeah Monsters form- University made my top 15 for sure. Yeah. That's a guarantee. I could, I'm looking at my list right here. Okay, so uh, then Kevin had Coco 1, Black Panther, Moana, Gardens of the Galaxy, Avengers Endgame, Wreck-It Ralph, Thor Ragnarok, Rogue One, Saving Mr. Banks, Big Hero 6. Congratulations, Kevin. You're the winner. Yay! You got the most that stayed on your original list. list. <laughs> yeah, you it. get a list. He gets a list. Everybody gets a list. All right. Yeah. That was very, very good. <laughs> you have no speech. All right, no, Richard, Richard, Kevin is eating during the podcast again, and he's waiting to swallow. Oh, snap. we kind of caught him off guard there. That's quite a bulbous meal you're having. Yes, yes. Sorry, he's like winter jam things down my throat. Yeah. <laughs> Lister for closers. I stuck it in, and then I was like winter. I was like, oh crap. <laughs> choo 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 choo, and it's like it wasn't gonna work. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Sorry, sorry. You had to get that in there, huh? Yeah, it. but anyway, guys, that's our list. You know, so you heard our individual top tens, and then you heard the overall Magic Our Way top ten. And uh, of course, we want to hear what your top ten would have been, uh, what movies would have made your top ten, or whatever else, uh, because there's a lot to choose from. There's about 125 to choose from. Did anyone list everything that they did watch? Like that's how I started my list, and I realized that I'd watched 51 movies by Disney in the last ten years, which seems a little low. You know what's funny? So my, my about what seems that. low to you? <laughs> And then 10 years? Yeah. I mean, that's like five a year. You know what's funny? This is what I did last night. I watched John Cabot because I remember Eli saying that he thought it was pretty good. Oh, Red Tails, yeah. Yeah. No, no, John Cabot. I didn't. Didn't you say you, you like you didn't like John Cabot? I didn't. I didn't put that down. Is no, he no, from no, Mars? Is this John Cabot? Yeah, John Cabot from, from Mars. Yeah, <laughs> John Cabot from Mars. Did you say at some point you like John Cabot or whatever? No, or? I didn't. Oh, you didn't like I, John I picked Cabot. Red Tails and then. Uh, well, I did watch Red Tails too, so I yeah. watched that as well. But that that came out before uh, Disney acquired Lucasfilm, so couldn't make it. Right, right, right. Of course, but it was still good. My favorite episode of Red Tails is when Uncle Scrooge, you die right, uh, <laughs> <laughs> stops the Beagle Boys from breaking into the money. <laughs> That's so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> How do you spell John Cabot? I'm yeah, gonna... I didn't put that down, Kev. For no, no, but it was on like uh, the the D twenty three list. Yes, it was on the yeah. list, but yeah, I didn't. And yeah. I watched it for some reason. I thought you liked it, but uh, and so I I watched it Saturday, and as I uh, watched it, and I was like, eh, is okay. it good? It, it's all right. It's not bad. <laughs> you know, it, I was wondering if it would make my list. I was like, well, if he likes it, uh, this is like, I thought you liked it. So, so Eli liked it. So I figured I'd give it a shot. And thank then you. All it, right. It, it, it didn't work. <laughs> but right, cause it, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. But apparently cause you didn't like it. So, so my, why, my, yeah. my reputation is still somewhat intact. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Your reputation is intact. For some reason I thought you liked it, but I guess not. Can somebody yeah. tell me like, the only, I'm looking it up. I'm like John Cabot, an Italian navigator and explorer is 1947 discovery of North American. Oh, wait, of Henry wait, wait, like, wait, hold on. What's you the keep saying movie? John Cabot. I'm like, who is John Cabot? Wait, what am I? Oh, let's see. 
John Wick. I, I like, like John that. Wick. Yeah, yeah I like maybe that. he said John Wick, but John, John Carter. Sorry, <laughs> John Carter. Oh, John Carter from Mars. Yeah, from Mars. That's yeah, why yeah, I, said, yeah, I made that yeah. joke at first. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> I still didn't say that, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You now that you said John Wick, I remember you saying John Wick, and I'm like. And because I'm watching this and I'm like, that's not Keanu. Like, what the hell was that? But it's like, okay, Eli gave it, he collected, so John Carter, I'll give it a shot. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I, it didn't make it off my top 1 in 26 list. So. I like oh. how that simple misunderstanding cost Kevin two hours of his life. I'm so sorry, Kevin. I, I struggled can, through that thing. <laughs> you could have texted me, like, are you sure you like this? John Cabot Now that you say John Wick It's like well Keanu's in that one Just just so you know If I like a movie I mean Outside of this Disney realm There's usually Explosions Or some sort of action going on in it. Well, so, I'm sure there's, there's explosions. There's, there's, there's a lot of action in that movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Well, yeah. I'll go check it out there. You and recommend a, it? Well, <laughs> for eye candy, in terms of the princess from Mars, you might enjoy that. All right. So just yeah. r- I'm writing down right now, Kevin recommends Mars Needs Mom. So, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I kind of want to see that. I want to see that, too, I because y'all brought it up. Yeah, Because yeah, Berkeley uh, Breathed, Breathed? I, I don't remember how you say his last name. He said he did Bloom County and Opus and all that. And stuff was brilliant. Yes. And he wrote that book and then they adapted it into a movie. Wow. I'm so curious to see what went wrong. <laughs> yeah, okay. and, you, and you said that, and I was, that's what makes me want to see it. And that's what I was just curious. Can I tell you, like, when you said that, it kind of made me scared for the first time about Timmy Failure because mm, Stefan Pastis right. is, uh, again, another well known, awesome cartoonist who did one of the best strips and in, in doing one of the best strips I should say and yeah, I'm hoping that they do justice to his work because <laughs> he wrote a kid story and uh, they're making a movie out of it and that's soon. what happened with Mars Needs Mom so so hopefully something good happens yeah. I hope so yes. and John Carter we'll was a, a comic book too so yeah. they still read that now stuff but. absolutely so guys yeah we want to hear what your top tens are man uh, let us know and we'll tell you at the end of the show how to get in touch with us a little later Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed that discussion of the top 10 movies of the decade, 2010 to 2019. If you want to learn more about us, magicalright.com is the way to go. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. You can also get in touch with us through the following ways. You can shoot us an email at show at magicalright.com, leave us a voicemail via our speak pipe widget on our homepage, or call or text us at 1-815-MA-WEEKEND. That is 1-815- Mr. Goodbye. 669-4226. Sponsor us. <laughs> this whole show has been sponsored by Mr. Goodbye. Oh, Almost on every show, I eat a good bar. <laughs> I love your candies. You smile him. I want it. I love the candy. Sugar high. Sugar high. Yeah, that's right. Well, it's better than the caffeine show last week. Well, I was just like, <laughs> oh my <laughs> God, you were possessed. Man. I was. Uh, it was craziness. I've listened to that three times so far. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Did it go really fast? Because I was on Yeah. <laughs> Is that what it was? I was like, yeah, that's right. That boy was on a whole other level right there. Yeah, I was tripping. And never again. I'm not going to do caffeine again when I perform. I, you know, I don't drink caffeine when I play music, so I don't know why I did that when I was doing this. It's the same thing. You must have had a long week. It must have been. No, but I'm not going to do that again because I was just nuts. But anyway. <laughs> and Mr. Goodbar has nuts. There <laughs> so, you go. Know. This is better. Yeah, you're you, consistent. You get I, it. I was, your chocolate yeah. fix, your caffeine fix, and, and your nut My nut, nut fix. Yeah. Get, yeah. All yes, get my nuts. Get all that. Uh, uh, so uh, yeah, <laughs> tell us how to get your nuts fixed. Yes. Yeah, speaking of nuts, right? So if you want the story, I'll get the nuts fixed. Here's the glory: you can go to ivorycomics.com and see the work for Project Gage and Savages and Molly Be Damned. Of course, there's a link to this podcast, so you never miss a happy beat about somebody's nuts and chocolate. Uh, otherwise, you can go to facebook.com, find me there, Eli Chive. As long as you're a real person, cool. If you're a bot, not. Also, uh, Project Geisha has a Facebook page. So you just go to Facebook.com and go to Project Geisha. You'll see some love right there. Thank you guys for the new likes. Instagram, I'm over there, EIV504. And, of course, on Twitter, I can be found at HeadCocktail166. So if you appreciate the maddest, then you're just bringing me the gladness. Thank you very much. And if you want to book a trip so that you can go to your nearest movie theater and watch any of the movies or your blockbuster and buy... You don't even blockbuster. want Blockbuster. <laughs> Blockbuster video. <laughs> somewhere, somewhere right now, Kirk Landry's gone. That's right. Captain Marvel didn't make their list. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you out of rats is like, damn, damn. Anyway, if you want to book a trip, man, do it with Lee. Lee, tell him how to do this. Uh, just give me a call at 832 431 1621. That's 832 Hulk Butt. 
H-U-L-K-B-U-T-T. You can email me at Lee at magicarway.com. Check out the Facebook page at facebook.com slash Travel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A Travel. Instagram, you can find me at you got a friend in Lee Travel. Do any of that, we'll get you hooked up and booked up with no. Gamma Buttavica. That's so stupid. <laughs> out of, of all the stuff to pull. And oh my god I Hulk's you. butt cheek uh, The minute we said it He was writing feverishly Don't yes. forget it Hulk The butt. Hulk's butt Hulk's bulbous <laughs> butt In my head I'm trying to figure out How to spell that As a phone number like, Hulk's butt It's like yeah It's like hmm, I wonder if I get A Hulk butt for Lee Or something I don't know. Put two T's behind it I think I wanted to get The shaggy T.A. for him But I don't know if that Did that ever work out Lee no, I haven't. I gotta figure that out, dude. Like, I can't find anything. Shaggy <laughs> TA, though, was good. Shaggy TA was good. Anyway, guys, if you want to support the show as a whole, do so through the following ways buy some beignets, buy some clothing from our shop, leave a rating and review wherever you download podcasts. Also, remember, we are part of the BS Podcast Network, whose motto is We Speak Your Mind, so you don't have to. <laughs> so be sure to support our partners of podcasting over there. Finally, if you want to have a place in which you can freely speak your Disney mind without fear of retribution, join us in the Moeekin Pleasure Island 33 Facebook group. There you'll have a chance to interact with all the famous Moeekins as well as Danny, Ilali, and yours truly. And we thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us and making us a part of your Disney fan life. We appreciate you always and love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are welcome on the Magic Army Podcast, so get in touch with us today. So Moeekins, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. Chocolate cake. Hey, this is Eli from the Magic Outway Podcast. When I'm not podcasting, talking Disney, and drawing, I'm listening to Mad Hatter Radio. Some good stuff.